Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on it. Episode 682 for January 3rd, 2022. We made it through 2021, y'all. Boom. Now it's time for the next sequel to 2020. Known as 2022. But on the show this week, we have Anthony. Hello. We have Drew. Uh-huh. We got the Wombat 2. And Drew, you are very loud. I'm going to have to bring you down. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. I got you. Whew. So we made it into 2022. Um, next week is our game of the year show. I know Jay reached out to me, so he will be here. So make sure that you got your list of, you know, maybe 10 games. Mine's going to be yeah. sad. <laughs> Mine's, mine might be five, maybe. Whew. We're a video game podcast. We don't play a lot of video games here. That's a true story. It's a true story. <laughs> I, play, I play a good amount. It's just, you know, some of them are from 2019. Same. Although some of mine are from even older than that. I mean, you still played them in 2021, so maybe that should just count. Yeah, okay. I don't know that I can say Yakuza 0 is one of my game of the years in 2021. <laughs> You know, if I'd played it this year, I'd say The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past was my game of the year, but, you know. You That's go. the reason why we can't allow that. That's the game of the year any year you play it. Well, I mean... Yeah, pretty much. Well, okay, let me... Unless ref- you also play uh, Super Mario World or Morrowind or... Let, let, me, let me rephrase it as to say if it's a game you played for the first time in 2021. How's that? Uh, That's a more fair way. I mean, then a lot of Phoenix Down games... Well, yeah, t- this year wasn't the year of the bad games, so they were That's true. good games. Uh, what a, what, that never, <laughs> never again. That was such a bad mistake. That was a man. This will be fun. That was not fun. And the, that was that wonderful prelude to 2020. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> wow. after we finished the bad uh, games, no. hey, guess what happened? Look look what you did, Drew. Look what you caused. We, we started a pandemic. You that- brought this about. I think that was. I think those were the the seals that you broke when you played those games. As I say, we, we it's actually the plot of um, Gene Rain, and we just didn't realize it because it's fucking terribly written. Yeah. Which version though? Of the original, of the course. Original. <laughs> Please, so, the, 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 the swollen the... scorpions. Swollen scorpions. Swollen scorpions. <laughs> I want the, for the swollen scorpions. The swollen scorpions. 
over at the Glacial Fortress. <laughs> the only level you ever saw in Omega 5. Yeah, because the game is hard as shit. No shit, man. I never saw like level... I think I made it to level 2 once. Good lord. Alright. Well, we can talk about video games. I can start with Drew. If you've played anything over the... I know you didn't take a break, but over the holiday. Uh, yeah, I played a lot of Death Stranding. That's a good video game. Um, I'm I'm closing in on the finale of that game. Whew. Um, I still the man. I just did something in that game where it just opened up a whole bunch of other questions I don't have answers to. You'll get them. Uh, yeah, yeah you, say. you say that. I I hope. I I really hope this can go one of two ways. <laughs> I can I can go. You know what? This is genius, or I don't like this game. I mean, to be fair, it could go either way, but you will not have any... That I can remember, you will not have any huge lingering questions when you finish that sure. game. Sure. I have I have made it to Los Angeles, California, and now they're telling me, oh, you got to go all the way back to Virginia now. Oh, God, you're about to do that walk? Okay. And I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah you got to go back. That's one of my favorite moments of the game. And you can't yeah, use the fast the... travel going back. So. That's, yeah, that's yeah, you can't fast travel. I I rode the fucking beach all the way back. Well, maybe I'll do that then. I I love that because like, yeah, it's just like, yep, you have to quickly come back. There's no fast travel, and it's just like, okay, good luck. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that game. I have to, I have to give it to him. Uh, we all know this. He's used in almost every damn game. Troy Baker, that dude is a fantastic voice actor. The way he played Higgs is is fantastic. Just about every character he does is fantastic. Yep, yep. He did a great job there. Um, yeah, I've played a lot of Death Stranding. Um. Honestly, like, I mean, it's been me, you know, I got some time to play. I got to get through this Death Stranding game. So, honestly, I haven't really played much of anything else. Um, I dabbled in a little bit of Halo. I have not made it anywhere in Halo. I will tell Um, you that if you want to finish that game, don't get sidetracked like I did. Just just go to the main story. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that a lot. Okay. But, uh, yeah, uh, I did that. I, I, I did, I, I have a couple other things that I'm playing, like, for review. So they, so they have, they, all right, I'm not saying they fully fixed it. Um, Groomed on. Um, they have done some patches to Groomed on. Uh, you can now increase the size of the text. So now I'm not having to squint to look at the, the screen. Uh, and uh, the progression has been fixed for me, at least. And they also so, add like a, a uncapped frame rate or something. Yeah, that's crazy too, especially on Series X. Um, because man, you kill stuff a lot faster, but you also get overwhelmed a lot faster in that game. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, now that Grimdon is is that you know what. I'm glad they're supporting it because that is a fantastic game. It's the definitive edition. It comes with both DLCs. There's a lot of game in there. If you are a Diablo fan of any kind, 
you're going to like this game. So I'm glad they supported it. I'm glad they fixed the problems that I had with it. Now I can officially, you know, write my review. I know I've been late on that one. I feel like I need to play that game. I got it installed. I've not played it. Yeah, you need to play it. It's really good. <clears throat> the, the the cool thing about Grim Dawn is that they give you the ability to 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 dual class. So there's eight or nine different classes in the game, and you can combine two classes together to make a new class. And hmm. going through and finding synergies. So like I I played I started with a um a shaman who's really good at like electrical damage. And there's other classes like an Arcanist who is really good at electrical damage. You can combine those two together to like, you know, make a really good lightning build. There's tons of builds in this game. It's fantastic. Hmm. Um, but I did play some Grim Dawn. They did, they did finally fix some of that. Um, I played a little bit of Halo and then a whole lot of Death Stranding. Um, that's really all I can talk about. Uh, My God, I wanted to know if you played Trophy. <laughs> I did. I did actually play Trophy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's another one I can, I guess, can talk about. It's already out, right? Yeah, it's out. Okay. Yeah, the Trophy is, like you said, it's, it is it is kind of a dollar store Mega Man. <laughs> totally is a dollar store Mega Man. It is. It, I don't think it's, it's not bad. It's a little rough around the edges. The the jumping is, is could be a little bit more tight, I feel like. But I feel like they they were trying to go for the whole, you know, this feels like an NES game. Like, to the slowdown mechanics and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I, I had yeah. a lot of problems with that game, especially with, like, the fact that they put it in 4.3 and some of the backgrounds blend into the side of the screen and you can't see jumps and, and just, like... Uh... Yeah, there's, there's, you can definitely tell this was probably, like, a one-man team that did this. <laughs> Yeah, and he really, really, really likes Mega Man. Yeah, and it's I, I don't know. I'm I'm reviewing it. They asked me to review it, so I'm going to give it a fair shake. Um, there is can you have the game? So mm. if you're looking for some gamer score, you can one thousand point that game in about five minutes. I mean, I don't need any quests right now. Right. So if I if I get to a point where I need some like I've got I've got a stockpile of games for whenever they do the get up to ten thousand you know credits yeah. for ten thousand achievement points I, I've got a stock of games I'm ready to load up. So here's the thing, and and I I I, I will champion this guy forever. Rewards Hunter, that dude on YouTube, Rewards Hunter. That guy knows his stuff. He does. He has three series right now. Going over the um, the double fine adventure games like you know um, uh, Day of the Tentacle, uh, Full Throttle remastered that kind of thing. Uh-huh. He he runs through them. They are easy to get achievements for, and he does like a whole like little like every week. All right, so here's a way to get three achievements. You know, and they're fantastic. I've been doing Day of the Tentacle. I have not paid attention to anything that happened in Day of the Tentacle. I've just been watching his video and doing exactly what he wants me to do and have been unlocking achievements like crazy. But, I mean, what so, are you unlocking the achievements for right now? Whenever you get the the weekly quest to, you know, earn three achievements. Oh, okay. Or earn an achievement in Game Pass, that kind of thing. So. Halo is a really easy one. 
Well, they were until I've already got all the easy ones. Yeah, uh, there, there's a lot of easy ones. Like, there's a ton in the training mode and shit. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Death Stranding. I'm I'm probably closing in. How many hours do you think I got left? It's all just one big cutscene. I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, you're on your way back. I'm on my way back to to East Knot City. Depending on what you do, I'd say you got less than five hours. Yeah, that okay. sounds about right. Because okay. I fit, I I got to that point. This is when I worked overnights, and I remember going. I should really be going to sleep, but I'm just gonna finish this. And I know for a fact that I did that in less than probably three. So yeah, just it just depends I'm on how long it takes you to get through the stuff and how much you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm mean, obviously I gotta walk all the way back to Virginia, so. It or, or doesn't, up, it doesn't take as long as you think it does. but I know, but I mean, that's probably a good hour of walking. Yeah, but there's going to be some things along the way. Okay. All right. I mean, that's fine. Um, but yeah. Um, I'm going to make my way through that, and then after that, we're going on to Inscription. Oh, boy. I'm excited for that one. I I know zero things about it. Uh-huh. Oh, it's, it's got a card game in it, but there's more to it than that. That's it. That's all I know. Well, it'll be interesting to hear how you feel about that game. Is it scary? Is it trying to be scary at all? Um, it's got a horror theme. It's not scary. There's no jump scare it, or anything like that. No, the it's it's creepy because in the like even in the the pictures for the game, like you see the guy that's just the eyes at the end of the table, right? Like, they make a good job of not showing you his face. Okay. Even though you can clearly tell it's a 3D model. Alright. Yeah, so it, it it's... It's got a horror theme, but yeah, no, don't don't expect, like, jump scares. They don't have any of those. Gotcha. Okay. Alright. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for me. I'll move on to Anthony. Played a lot of Pokemon. Cool. Pokemon. Um, the only other thing I've played is uh, um, a Monsters Expedition. I believe that's the title. Yeah, Monsters Expedition. So it's a game I've had interest in since it came out. Steam had their sale. I was like, all right, I'm going to pick it up. Um, I ended up picking up like their bundle of Drakneck and Friends is the developer. And um, there was a bundle of all their stuff. And uh, I know I knew the game, a good snowman is hard to build. And this is the same like character. And the idea is that you are moving between islands. And to get between islands, you have to push trees over. But the trees, when they're on their side, roll. So you have to know, kind of figure out which order to like, you have to push the tree over. Then you can move the tree, but like obviously if it rolls, it just keeps rolling until it hits something, so it can roll off the island and then fall sideways into the water, and then you have to restart. Um, but it's this weird open-world puzzle game, so slowly you can choose which path you're taking by solving the puzzle differently and stuff. Um, I also played from the same bundle, Cosmic Express, which is... When you look at it, you go, ah... Oh, 
think I got this. And then you start playing it, and I w there's like one puzzle in the first area that I cannot solve, and I've stared at it, and I'm like, I don't, I just, I cannot figure it out. So with the Cosmic Express, it's, um, you are drawing the train track, and you have to pick up passengers and drop them off into their house. But there's certain rules to that, so you can only pick up one passenger at a time. And you, the real hard part is that later on, you have to pick the uh, passengers up in a certain order because, like, the slime creatures leave slime in the cart so the, the other passengers won't jump in. Um, but in the one that I have, like, them trying to solve, that isn't an issue. It's just it has to loop back in on itself and you can't cross over the same set of tracks. And so trying to figure out how to solve the puzzle and get everybody into their corresponding houses without overlapping is extremely difficult. Um, but I mean, I'm kind of impressed on just how simplistic the games look and then, and how friendly they look and how difficult they are. Um, but that's it for me. Like I haven't played uh, like Pokemon's taking so much of my time. Um, that, uh, it, 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 that's where I'm, you know, I'm just pouring my time into Pokemon and the, the thing is with like, and the reason why I loved Diamond and Pearl back on the DS was that there was so much content to engage with that it's kind of seeing whether or not it's still there and what they've done to it. And, um, man, it's just, it's like, it, you gotta make sure that the friendship is up so certain Pokemon can evolve, but then at the same time, like, ribbons give bonuses to Pokemon in the competitions. The competitions increase stats slightly if you are doing well in them, but they're not battle competitions. They're, like, coolness competitions and cuteness competitions and like you feed the poffins and the poffins you need berries and the berries need to be planted and the berries are all over the place but then you can get berries by like having pokemon follow you and being happy and sometimes you'll just be like what's that that you have and you get a special berry and like there's all these little things like just to explain how kind of in-depth pokemon diamond and pearl got there's a pokemon called spiritom and to get that Pokemon, you need a special, like, key. And you can get the key by digging underground, which is its, like, own separate minigame area. Um, at least in this version, there's Pokemon to catch down there. In the original, it's like you can just dig up fossils and gemstones and stuff. So you get, you get this key, and you put it in this, like, well that clearly stands out. Um, but nothing happens. So to activate this, you need to talk to, I think, 40 people, 40 other players underground. Um, and once you do, you can go and catch Spiritum. And if you catch it, you can keep repeating that same process. But again, you have to talk to 40 people underground. Um, and you can't just keep hitting A at the same person. Like one, If you want to do that, both people need to leave, go back down. That's one both leave, come back down, that's two. And it's just like, that's a way you catch a Pokemon in Diamond and Pearl. Like, they had these, they started to do these really weird like, um, criteria you had to meet in order to have Pokemon evolve. It's the time, it's the one that has you 
evolve Eevee into like a leaf or ice version, but you have to be in a specific area of the world to have it evolve. It's the game is weird and I love it. Um, but like obviously that it's a Pokemon game, so if you have no interest in Pokemon, like I'm gonna bore you. Uh, so yeah, that's that's where my time has been spent. I played some Halo too, which is big in open <clears throat> world and shooting. Yeah, and that's it. All right, well I'll move on to the Wombat. I feel like we're gonna have a Halo conversation. Yeah, so we are. Um, so I played a lot of Halo um, to the point that I think I'm pretty close to the the very end of the game. Um, I've I've killed all the targets. Uh, I've unlocked all the forward operating bases um i've done a lot of the side stuff um as ken mentioned there's a lot of it and i sort of gave up on a lot of it quite honestly because a lot of it's just not that interesting yeah um a lot of fluff so the uh yeah there's just like at first i thought it was cool that you could unlock cosmetics for the multiplayer and the single player uh but then you you know you make your way halfway across the map, you climb up in a mountain or whatever, or you use a wasp, which is what I did for most of it. And you get to a locker and it's like, great, here's a wrap for your gun. I don't really <laughs> care about that. Like, I-, I-, I trekked all the way across here to unlock this thing on the map to scratch that part of my reptile hindbrain that loves to find icons on the map and unlock them. I blame Ubisoft for that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's just, a lot of it's just not that interesting. And it's, you know, well, there's all these Spartan cores scattered around. Okay, well, most of the upgrades aren't that interesting either. Uh, <laughs> no, once, I got, once and, I got the grappling hook upgraded, I was like, I'm, I'm pretty good. Yeah, once my grappling hook and my shield were completely up, upgraded, quite honestly, I'm not really using the shield that much. I'm almost never using the thrusters unless I'm fighting a hunter. Um, and the threat detector, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not that useful. Um, so, I don't know. I it will definitely be in my top ten, and will likely be pretty high, just by virtue of the fact that I haven't played much. Um, but I still haven't figured out how much I really like it. Like, I like it enough that I've spent a ton of time playing it, and the the time that I've spent playing it has been enjoyable. Um, but mostly by virtue of the fact that the shooting is just so good. Um. But it definitely, so it's got all the same Halo problems. Um, I won't get into story the story problems that I have, because there are spoilers in there, and I know a lot of people haven't played through it yet. But I've got problems with the story. Um, the open world it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't really do much. Um, there's not much there other than the stuff I just described. And it's really just a way to get from dungeon to dungeon is the way I'll describe it. Um, the It's got the legacy Halo problem of uh, the fact that difficulty in Halo games really just means we're going to throw a shit ton of enemies at you, uh, including enemies that take way too many bullets to kill. Um, and that's how we make things difficult. Um is like it definitely where i'm at now has late game halo problems where it's like oh here's every enemy you've ever fought 
all at once and also some tanks that are shooting at you and some ghosts that are shooting at you. Um, and by the way, there's about a million snipers around here. Um, and that's how we do difficulty. And it's just not, I don't know. I, I've always had that problem with Halo as a series um, that the last level or two of every single game turns into that. Have you um, done the drive yet? That's what I just did. I yeah, ran past it, it. What? I just ran past it. I got. I did it like five or six times, and I was trying to use the Scorpion, and then I was like, well, yeah. maybe I'll try the Warthog, because it's faster. And eventually I just started grappling hooking past everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the part I just did. And I, I made it through with the Scorpion. Um, but it, that's, that, that is... If you've ever played a Halo game before and you've played their last level or last two levels, you know exactly what to expect. Um, it's just a shit ton of enemies and a shit ton of vehicles, and uh, the checkpoints are not all that strategic. Um, it seems like the way the checkpoints work in the game is it seems to be based on when maybe a key enemy is killed or a key group of enemies is killed. And so sometimes you'll do a significant amount of stuff, get killed, and have to go back and do it all again. And sometimes you'll get a checkpoint, like you'll, you'll be right in the middle of a firefight and it'll pop a checkpoint. And so then if you die, you're right back in the middle of the firefight again. Um... So I, it sounds like I don't like the game, but I really do. Like, I really enjoy it. I've had a lot of fun with it. The story is good. The voice acting is tremendous. The The gunplay is, is really, really good. But I just, it, it's rare for me to say this because I'm usually, like, open world is my jam. But I think it would have been fine if it wasn't open world. If it was just another sort of linear Halo game, uh, I think it would have been fine. Um, because the open world doesn't really do much, um, except for, again, it's, it's like they tried to graft an Assassin's Creed game and a Halo game together. And so it's like, oh, here are these bases that you have to kill everybody to unlock. And then they turn into fast travel points. Um, and here's a whole bunch of stuff for you to find around the map. Uh, and you know, we're going to give you an objective that's over here, and then, okay, now this objective, you have to do these three things that are scattered over this area. Um, so it gives you an excuse to have to traverse from one place to another. Um, but then when you get into the levels, again, I'll, I'll call them dungeons, because that's kind of what they are. It's, you know, your your normal Halo, you know, shooter. So, I don't know. I Again, I'm very conflicted, and I'm, I'm glad we're not doing Game of the Year this week because um, we'll see how the game finishes up. Um, like I said, I think I'm almost at the end. But you, you are close, but you are going to be surprised at how much you still have after that because you're at the, the like tower. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm on. I'm on. The road is the mission that I'm on. Yeah. Once you get to the tower, you'll climb it, and then you'll think, oh, this is the end of the game, and it's not. Oh, it's Lord of the Rings style, huh? Yep, it it has several kind of, because then they're like, well, we need to go do this. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. 
Well, one of these one of these weeks we'll um, we'll have a, uh, a a podcast where I feel more free sharing spoilers about the story. I can't uh, remember if you've got the thing yet. There's a thing that I was like, oh, okay. Well, uh, I, I guess I could have seen that coming, but okay. likely I have not. Okay, because uh, I don't re- recall anything like that. But okay, the um, yeah, I I have some critiques of the story, um, but. We'll we'll save them for a different time. In general, I think it it does a pretty good job. Um, although I, this is not a spoiler, especially early on, the game does not do a good job at all of convincing you that there's any urgency to move to the next objective. No. Um, and so it's it's critical in an open world game. Um, as, as important as it is for there to be, you know, a lot of cool stuff out in the world to explore and to do, it's equally important that the developers put some urgency towards moving to the next objective because otherwise it's Dragon Age Inquisition, right? Where (laughs) you're in the hinterlands for 16 hours because there's absolutely no urgency whatsoever to move on to the next objective. It's one of the things... For for as much praise as The Witcher Three gets, one thing that I don't hear people talk about a lot is how good that game is at convincing you to move to the next story beat. Um, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about the side quests in that game and how good they are at sort of giving you a reason to explore. But the the main story in that game is equally as good at pushing you forward to the next objective. Um, and this game's just not good at that. At least early on, once you get past, I'd say the halfway point. I think it gets really good at making you want to see what happens next. And so, you know, give up looking for all this stuff that you don't care about anyway and just finish the story. Um, but for the first half, it is not good at that. It, there's very little to care about in the first 10 hours of the game um, in terms of reasons not to just unlock all the Ford operating bases or uh close down all the factory things um it's you know and maybe that was their intent i don't know but um yeah you can tell way, you can tell when they wanted you to start going forward because the weapon won't shut up about going to yeah, the structure she won't shut up yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's true so one thing i will say is that um i think they and again i'm not through the story yet but they absolutely nailed the interaction between chief and the weapon um and just the weapons character in general um they absolutely nailed uh they you know again i don't want to get into spoilers but um there's just some stuff in the late game connected to that interaction that is exceptionally well done and it, that was a you know story was a concern of mine, and so I'm, I'm glad that they seem to have done a pretty good job with it. Yeah, I, I'm I enjoyed the story, especially the ending. I felt really good about Halo again as a story and like as a game. But you're right, it, it, this game is a bad open world game that is saved by the fact that it's so fucking fun to play. Yeah, yeah, and they 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 also really help themselves by making the grapple mechanic pretty fun. Um, yeah. Because without that, God, it would be an absolute slog to get from one spot to another. But the grapple mechanic really does a great job of uh, helping make the traversal pretty fun. Um, 
because as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, the, the UNSC vehicles specifically suck. Um, they're just way too hard to control down narrow mountain pathways. They're way too easy to flip. And um, the the ninety percent of the time, if I've got to be in a vehicle, I would much prefer it to be one of the banished vehicles because they're just much easier. Especially the Ghost, um, they're much easier to control. The one uh, sort of exception to that is the Wasp, which I really really like. Um, that's a fun vehicle. Until and, they until uh, they disable it with a shot and you just fall straight to the ground. Yeah, I mean that's the other is like they they and you know old Halo had this problem too where they give you something cool and then immediately punish you for trying to use it. Um, and so it's like you've got these bases to infiltrate. They fill them up with a ridiculous amount of enemies outside of them with tanks and everything else. You unlock the wasp, and it's like, oh, okay, this makes sense. I'm supposed to fly this in there and use it to blow up all the stuff instead of trying to charge in there on foot. And then they line the whole area with things with freaking shock rifles so that every 30 seconds you're getting shot with a shock rifle and the wasp is getting disabled. Um, so, I, I don't know, it... it um, I feel I keep saying it's a Halo problem. I feel like it's kind of a first-person shooter problem, um, not just a Halo problem. That there's there's difficulty tends to be tied to just throwing a whole bunch more enemies in there with more powerful weapons that take more bullets to kill, um, and it's you know stops being fun after a little while of playing through hours and hours of just ridiculously overwhelming scenarios yep and then anyway and then you headshot somebody with a mauler and you're like this fucking game rules yeah right exactly (laughs) that's the that's the loop that's um whatever that gun is that allows you to like switch the the angle of the shot the heat wave the heat wave the heat wave (laughs) yeah that that one i as soon as i found one i was like oh yeah, I want this. I'll tell <laughs> you, the my time. my favorite gun towards the end of it was the Sentinel gun that just fucking melts people. Yeah, my my favorite gun towards the end was the shock rifle because it it you can use it almost like a sniper rifle, but you can use it up close too. Um, and it does well against a certain set of late game enemies that I won't spoil. Um, so it, yeah, I mean. Again, that's why I keep saying I'm so conflicted about this game because there's so many parts of it that I really, really like um, and so many parts of it that are just a little bit frustrating to me. But anyway, um, that's not all I played. So I have one question before we move off of Halo, though. Yes. Would you, do you think this would be better, and you might not play it, but do you think it would be better if it was co-op? If co-op I, was there? No, I don't. I don't play shooters co-op. Okay. So co-op means nothing to me. Um, it, the the game as so here's what I'll say: there are parts of the game that definitely feel like they were built for co-op. Um, but I never play shooters co-op anyway anymore. Um, because I'm never usually playing when anybody else is playing, and so I just stopped depending on that. Um. So probably not for me. It probably wouldn't make much of a difference. 
I think it would be super fun to play co-op, but here's my issue is now that I've played through so much of it, do I want to go back into it without any new content? Yeah, I, I would not. <sighs> I hope I hope they add some. I do. Which I'm sure they will. It's Halo Infinite, you know, it's Halo Forever. Yeah, I'm I'm confident we'll get more content. Yeah. Um so that's not all I played. Um I did, so I haven't I haven't we haven't done this since Christmas. Um and I did get some games for Christmas. So I got uh Metroid Dread mm. for Christmas. Uh, which I played a decent amount of, and I really like that game. It's uh, it's a lot of fun, and I am not somebody who has been a huge Metroid fan. Uh, so for me, it's uh, uh, it's got to be extra good because uh, it's got to hook me, even though I don't sort of have a sentimental attachment to Metroid. And uh, I've really, really enjoyed it so far. So. We'll see how that one goes as I get deeper into it, because I've heard some of the criticisms about the game as it goes on, but I'm enjoying what I've played of it so far. Uh, and then I got also the uh, Mega Man Zero ZX collection. Um, so I've, I've been playing Mega Man Zero, which I've played before, but um, and I have... I have the Zero collection on uh, DS, but um, I got it for the Switch, and... Uh, the the actual sort of new updated version of the collection, and so I I love those games. They're tough, but I enjoy them. So uh, I've been playing through that, and then I got Breath of the Wild for the Switch, which I haven't started again yet, but I have wanted to play over again and wanted to play on the Switch since it came out. So I'm looking forward to jumping back into that game again, even though everybody thinks I hate it. <laughs> well, you do hate it. Um, that's right. Um. And then what else did I play? I've decided that uh, the next sort of uh, set of retro games that I'm going to pick up and start playing again is, well, and I kind of decided this last year, but I just haven't continued, is uh, Dragon Quest slash Dragon Warrior. So uh, I started a new Dragon Warrior 2 uh, playthrough, but didn't get very far in it. So um, that's going to be my sort of side uh thing that I play on, you know, downtime at, you know, when I'm on lunch or something like that at work. Um, yeah, and that's really it. All right. Well, I, I definitely spent a lot of the break time finishing Halo. You know, we've, we've talked that game to death. I do still enjoy it. I do have a lot of the same problems with the open world. I just don't care. And at this point, I'm just running around picking up the things that, <coughs> as terrible as it is, I'm run- I didn't use the equipment so much that now as I'm running through the world, I'm just throwing the equipment out until I get the achievement for using it 50 times. Because the only thing I used 50 times was a grapple hook. I used yeah, nothing No, there was else. an achievement for each one of those. Yep, for each one if you use them 50 times. Oh, great. Yeah. All right, well, I'll just stand on a cliff and throw threat sensors off of it, I guess. That's literally what I did, is I switched to the threat sensor, and as I was going from place to place, I would just toss one, because the full upgrade gives you, like, two that you can throw. So I would just throw one, then throw another one, and just keep walking until it cooled down. How long was the cooldown on them? It's like, 
maybe 20 seconds. Okay. I can't remember exactly. I know I, I had to wait a little bit, so I'd switch back to my grappling hook and you know, move on to the next area. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, can, I can handle that. I've, I've, I've done the, uh, the quests over and over again. I have the resilience for that. <laughs> I played Black Desert multiple times to get that I, quest done. I will never install that game again. It is so fucking just... Ugh. You want to know something fun? So here's here's the thing. The there's that monthly quest for Fay or Fee, however you pronounce it. Oh yeah, no, I didn't do that. If so it's easy to get it, but if you have ever played that game before, no, you can't. If you played that game before, you collect these these like stones or shards. If you collect them like cause I had to review the game, you have to go back to your old save and collect the next one. It doesn't count if you start a new game. Oh, so it like it knows if you try to get the same one over and over again. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? Mm, I'm good. I'm good. I, I just I just deleted that game because I've already I, played that game. I don't think that game was all that great. So mm. there is that. Um, yeah, I finished the gunk. Pretty good. It's okay. It's it's a weird game. It's like the story of that game is is pretty interesting. I like the characters. I like what it's telling, but it really is just kind of a chill game. There's not a lot of combat. There's only like one or two boss fights, and most of the time you are you're either doing puzzle platforming or you're doing some you know sucking up of the gunk to clean up areas. Is and that a co-op game? No, it's a single player game. Oh, I thought they, you could play one person could be one person. Nope. Like two player. Nope. It is just you, um, the girl running around this like undiscovered planet. It, what makes it cool is like you, you discover what was happening on this planet. And I think that's probably the most interesting part of the game. It, it definitely feels a little... I don't want to say budget, but it feels like undercooked a little bit. Like you'll clear these areas and then you'll find these little things that you can throw into these pools to create platforms. And one of the things that really stood out to me is like when you would turn these things into like these mushroom platforms, like your body would clip through them sometimes. Um, but they're platforms. So you should be able to like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's a weird little thing. Um, there's a scanning mechanic, much like a Metroid prime kind of thing where you scan all the stuff on this planet and as you scan more stuff, you, you unlock upgrades that you can do. And and in the vein of Halo, like there's a couple really cool upgrades in this game. And then there's like 20 that are just super not all that useless. Yeah. I just, I didn't even care that I got them. Um, you also have to collect things in order to be able to craft them. So you'll like suck up, you know, um, minerals or, or organic compound on the planet in order to be able to upgrade these. But you also have to scan to unlock new versions of these. And, and it's, I mean, it's got all the tropes of a video game. It's very chill. It's not extremely hard. Uh, it's also not very long. So if you're looking for kind Thank of you. like a short experience, I think it took me like five, six hours to finish it entirely. Okay. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's a decent game. It is the quintessential Game Pass game. Okay. Yeah, so it's a good weekend game. Probably. Exactly. Pick it up on Friday. You'll be done by Monday, and you'll be like, "That was fine." I've got it installed. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll play through it. Yeah, it's it's not a bad game. I I did enjoy playing through it. Um, I 
picked up a couple games on the indie sale on the Switch. I picked up Oddworld Stranger's Wrath because I always enjoyed that game. I'd been waiting on it to come to something else because I was very terrified of the Switch version. <laughs> but I do have to say that game runs it like really well. It, I, I want to say it's 60. Maybe it doesn't hold 60 all the time. But it feels really good and it looks pretty slick on the Switch. So I was I was impressed. So, so Stranger's Wrath? Yeah, the first person, you know, the one that has the big twist that everybody doesn't know about. 20 years later yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we did that for uh, Phoenix Down. I like with, that uh, game. That is probably my favorite Oddworld game, truthfully. That is the only Oddworld game I've ever played. It is unlike any of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, and that's the reason why I actually played that one. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm pretty happy. I think I got it on sale for like 7 bucks, And I was like, okay, well, I want to own this because the only other version I own is the original Xbox, and I can't play that anywhere um and i also picked up panzer paladin speaking of mega man style games this is very much a here is a laundry list of villain enemies that you have to beat and when you beat them you get their weapon um kind of 2d platformer the catch to this one is is that you're basically like this little character that gets inside a mech and you can actually eject from the mech during the level, and it's required for some puzzles. Think like Blaster Master Zero kind of um, mechanics. The mech has like a power bar, and it can pick up weapons. And then in in Ryan's favorite Breath of the Wild mechanic, the weapons will break, but you have so many of them, it doesn't matter. In fact, you have so many of them that they are used as the currency to upgrade your mech. So you collect the weapons throughout the level, and then when you get to the end of the level, you can take all of the spare ones, melt them down, and upgrade your mech. Um, the combat is is using these melee weapons, so you'll get the weapon, and then you can attack with the melee weapon. When you're out of the mech, the little girl has like this like um, like this chain that she can throw. She can also use it to like um, hook shot to different places, uh, but she is extremely vulnerable, like one or two hits and she's dead. So you definitely want to be in your mech most of the time. Um, I really like the enemies, like the main bosses, like every one of their levels is themed, kind of like a Mega Man game. But unlike Trophy, this game is very polished. Um, and I, I, I've really been having a lot of fun with it. And then, so I finished Halo and the Gunk. Those were two of the three games I wanted to finish over Christmas break. The third was Kena, Bridge of Spirits. What was but- it? What was the game you were just talking about, Ken? What was the name of it again? Uh, Panzer Paladin. It's only on okay. Switch as far as I know. Okay. Um, I wanted to finish Kana Bridge of Spirits, so I got back into that, um, but I did not finish it. I think I'm one... I think there's three main... Um, I guess you call them spirits that you have to save. I finished the first one, which is Taro, and I need to do the next two. So I think that's going to be the next game that I continue playing. Answer Paladin is also on PC and is currently 50% off as we speak. Oh, well, there you go. It makes it how much? Oh, you're Canadian. Never mind. Uh, it's going to be under 10 bucks. Okay. Is the Switch version still on sale? Because it was in the indie sale, and I don't know if that's over yet. Let me just quickly check. Because I think I got that for seven ninety nine as well. And, and I've I'm going to have Canadian price, so I'm going to have to do some quick 
Nah, no, it's not on sale anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I'd been wanting to buy it, but it's like twenty bucks, and I was like, well, I don't want to take a chance on it because I, I didn't see a lot of people talking about it. Like, it didn't get, you know, how some indie games will get that vibe where everybody's talking about them for months, and then this one just kind of came and went. And I, and truthfully, I think that's a detriment now releasing on the Switch because the Switch has so many games that unless your game is like stellar, most people forget it the week after it came out. So, anyway, um, that's a lot of what I played. I want to overwatch over my break probably way too much more than I need to. But you know, whatever. I did. I did get myself to, to play that anymore. Well, I know. I know you quit. Good for you. Wish I could, but every time I think I'm done, I they pull me back they in. Pull me back in. I. You know. I. God, man, I can't even. Like, I know it's the Christmas thing going on. I just don't care. Like, the last thing I did, I played during Halloween, and that's the last time I booted up that game. Well, I mean, if you were looking to do the Christmas stuff, you're fucked. You've already missed the first two weeks, and there's only two days left. I don't care. In fact, I'm I'm borderline going to probably uninstall that game. Well, good for you. I'm 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 legitimately happy for you. As as the trolls on on Twitter always said, I'm going to officially say it: dead game. Just because you stop playing it doesn't mean it's a dead game. <laughs> I think it's a dead game because they haven't brought anything to it in two years. But you know what's funny is you still have no problem finding matches. <laughs> That's true. I, like, there's a lot of... There's a lot of people like me down. that can't stop playing this fucking game. I, I, I mean, I, I'll be the first to admit I think Overwatch is one of the best games that's ever been made. Because it, it, it really is. I mean, it's... it's holy crap. I mean, like, it's the most played game for me of all time. Yeah, me but, too. But I just... Man, it's like it, it, uh, there's so many other things out there that that I could be playing right now. Yeah, but see, that's my problem. Is a lot of times I'm like, look at all these games I can play, and I'll boot it up, and I'll play it for 20 minutes, and I'll be like, oh, I'm just not having that much fun. And then I go play Overwatch for like two hours. Sometimes they're more involved, you know. Like, I, 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 it took me, it took me about three hours to get into Assassin's Creed Origins. But when they when that game finally opened up and I could like, oh, I can go to the pyramids if I want to, I was hooked instantly. And sure. I was like, I wanna I wanna go visit every single thing in this game. And I was so glad that I did that because like it was like a brush of fresh air for me because I was still deep into Overwatch at that point. And I... playing that game for Phoenix Down like really changed my mind on a lot of stuff. Like Death Stranding took a while to get into, but I'm I'm I don't know. I got into the to the to the swing of picking up some deliveries and taking them over here and going over here and doing this and I don't know. I like I I I need to find me an off game, a game <laughs> that I'm not playing for Phoenix down. But the, when when the time the the time constraints that I'm on now is just it's impossible. Drew, have you heard about Overwatch? I don't want to <laughs> play Overwatch. <laughs> Kidding. I need to find something other than Overwatch. In fact, this conversation has officially made me. I'm going to uninstall Overwatch off my Xbox. I'm proud of you. I'm 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 done with that game. Even to be honest with you, even if they announced a new character, I don't know if I would go back to it. What about when the second one comes out? I mean, sure, I'll, I'll give the second one a shot. But I mean, 
I'll see you in three years, boss. <laughs> I mean, like, what, what do you like? When the hell is that ever going to happen? I don't know. I I saw like this little blip last week of a bunch of people that that streamed the game got to see some stuff that was happening in 2022 and they were all very excited, but I don't know if it's just PR bullshit or what. I don't know. My thing, I, I fear that that's PR bullshit because I'll be honest with you, every single thing that I've seen from Overwatch 2 makes me not want to play Overwatch 2. Well, They're turning that game into a first-person shooter, a competitive first-person shooter, when that's never what Overwatch was. Overwatch was a team game. Yeah, well, I need healing. Now, okay. Yeah. Now, now I see, well, yeah, but now I see, like, you know, I watched that, that event they had, and there was a, a Sombra who just single-handedly killed everybody on the other team. I'm like, that's not that's not a good, that's not a team game. That's a, I'm going to be a hero game. You know, I'm going to go and, and kill everybody, and then we're just going to, I mean, it's, it's useless. You know, it's whoever's better okay, at shooting. Okay, it's 2022. It's 2022. Can we, can we please not? <laughs> Start the year off with with an hour. I'm not. That's. I'm uh, just. Saying, I'm already talking about. Like I'm not. I'm, I'm kind of done. I'm done with it. I'm the only one left, Anthony. So good. I try fuck. not to talk about it anymore. Yeah. I can't I mean, help it could, when it we dominates. Could go back to Destiny, <clears throat> if you want to. You guys talk uh, about Destiny a lot. We did talk about Destiny a lot. I was addicted to that game for a long time too. Yeah, and I didn't even play it. You know. Dave is still addicted to that game. That's what I'm saying. It's like you can't. Some people just get addicted to games and they can't stop playing them. And, and this is the one for me. And like I can't believe it's been five years. This is crazy to me. I have never played a game that long. I haven't either. But anyway, um, yeah, I spent a lot of time doing. I did get to binge a bunch of stuff, which was fun. And I'm pissed that the Boba Fett show isn't bingeable. Fucking Disney. Do that weekly bullshit. What all did you watch? I watched Hawkeye. Um, Pretty good. Which Wombat, I, I, you will be happy to know that that is the best Marvel show in my opinion. I thought that was fucking oh. excellent. That's really? good to know. Uh, like, in six years when I finally catch up and are able to, <laughs> and able to watch it, I'll keep an eye out for that. I hope it doesn't get spoiled for you. So so, so Hawkeye you think was better than, than Loki? Yes. Loki's really? probably my least favorite one. Really? I freaking love Loki. No, I, I think Hawkeye is... And you know what's funny? It's not because of him. I was about to say you hate him. Yeah, I don't like Jeremy Renner, and I don't like the character Hawkeye. But the other characters in that show are so good. Okay. So good. Okay. So I, I binged that. I binged Cobra Kai Season 4, because of course I did. I have yet to watch any of that. Oh my god, <sighs> I can't convince my wife to. My wife does not give a shit. Oh my god, you gotta watch that show, Drew. If you have any love for the Karate Kid movies, it's so I mean, good. yeah, I, I do, but, I mean, whatever. I mean, it's cheesy as fuck, but it's so good. So is all the Marvel shit. Yeah, well, no, this is a lot cheesier than the Marvel shit. <laughs> I don't really think you understand how cheesy... I mean, this show feels like it, it, it's still in... Those old movies. So it's it's almost like a parody of 80s stuff? Yeah, it's very cheesy. Okay. I mean, there's a scene where Johnny Lawrence is talking about being awake when he's trying to talk about being woke. Okay. His character acts like he's still in 1987. Okay. <laughs> that show is so goofy. But I love it. 
Uh, I try. I still haven't finished The Witcher. Good. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm I'm six episodes in to second season. That's where You're I'm close at. Close to the end. That's where I'm at too, and I'm just like, this has just been a slog. Really? You and thought that was a slog? You and I completely disagree. I do I not. I thought it was fantastic. I I am so bored anytime that Geralt is not on the screen. I don't give a. I don't even like Yennefer in this show. I I just do not. I do not think it's good. Man. I mean, I've literally, I started watching it the weekend it, it, it started, and I am only on episode six, and I finished Hawkeye in a day. Oh, my wife finished The Witcher in two days. <sighs> I just... Yeah, we we likely would have finished it already, but we're trying to watch around our kid, so... Yeah, well, there there is always that. I love the first episode. I love that character. I love that story. I have just been bored to tears since then. The only new character that I like in the season is is Vesemir. I think he's cool. But man, this this you, is... so so Ryan, you saw where they changed a lot of stuff. Yeah, and you know what? It didn't. You know, my my wife asked me if it bothered me, uh, and it it doesn't really because I I can uh, just like with Game of Thrones, I recognize that this is not the book. Um, it's a television show that is based on the characters from the book, but it's not the book. Um, so, you know, if they, if there are major, huge parts of the story that get changed, um, I may feel differently, but generally speaking, I don't go into properties based on books, expecting them to be the book because it's a completely different medium. Right. And the stuff that works in the book may not work on television. So, um, and the, I mean, the setting of the books is, or not the setting, but the, like the, the character, the way the characters are used in the books is completely different. Uh, I mean, the, they have three main characters in the show that they're trying to base it around. And so you've got to change some stuff in the book, change some stuff from the books, uh, to be able to base the show around three main characters instead of just sort of one and a half. Um, I mean, that being said, I I thought the changes they made in episode two were unnecessary, um, but it didn't really bother me. I am super glad that you guys love it. I just, I have not been able to finish it. Um, Did anybody watch The Matrix? I did not. I did not either, no. I have zero I mean, interest in watching that. Yeah, me neither. I'm not really a huge fan of The Matrix, so I it's love not the first like... movie. Yeah, the first movie was good. Um, although I don't know. I feel like the stuff that I Uh oh. Uh oh. Ninja. You got ninjaed. Where'd he go? <laughs> the stuff I liked in the third. <laughs> he fell. <laughs> He's still ninja, falling that to this ninja game. is not letting him go. Uh, he's got him in the death grip, man. I know. Whew. Oh boy. All right. Uh, well, well, no. Go ahead. Uh, on on the subject of the Matrix, I spoiled it myself be, on it because, like Spider Man, I wasn't gonna go. Oh wow, to... that ninja really got him. She gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I wasn't gonna go to the theater. To watch it like i'm yeah i'm so pissed about the spider-man situation because like i've already had it spoiled yeah and i wasn't yeah, trying I'm glad to I spoiled get it, it for myself i wasn't trying to get it spoiled but 
I'm no. not going to the theater. There's no fucking I'm, way I'm either. going to the theater. So I no. spoiled the Matrix for myself, and uh, all I'm going to say is that when I read the synopsis, the first words out of my mouth were, "What the fuck did I just read?" Yeah, I feel like a lot of people like saw it and they're like, "I don't what." But I recently found out that the movie was going to be made with or without the Wachowskis. And I wonder if the whole movie is just a big fuck you to Warner Brothers. I mean... And that would be an interesting watch. If I if the, if what I read yesterday is true, I might say fuck Warner Brothers at a point, too. I'm not sure what you're referring to. Uh, the stuff about the Flash movie. Uh, okay. I didn't read about that. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> <laughs> you ain't done them well yet, and now you're just gonna say fuck it. So you got you got ninja there. What were you saying? I was just saying that I'm uh, I I wonder if uh the stuff that I thought was cool about the first Matrix movie I would still think is cool if I watched it. I need to rewatch those movies to see if the first one, like you said, still holds up, and then if, yeah. if I have any more respect for the second and the third ones than I do. In my brain. Yeah, I feel like the first one was really good, but then again, like the stuff that I remember from it is all the special effects stuff and not the actual movie. So, um, the movie was okay. I've I've rewatched it probably about four or five years ago. I thought it was okay. Um, And then, of course, I watched the second and third movie and I was like, wow, they really just fell off, man. I was like, Uh Part of the issue with uh, The Matrix for me is that the first movie has a lot of philosophical elements and the other two have some but are really not focused on it at all. I I feel like I felt back then that that movie was supposed to just be that movie. Like it was. It's clearly supposed to be just that movie. And then they're um, like, no, it was going to be a trilogy all along. I'm like, bullshit. Yeah, I don't believe yeah. that. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, all you watched? <laughs> what's that? Was that all you watched? I think that's all I watched. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of television, Drew. There's ten episodes of Cobra Kai. And I think uh, Hawkeye was six episodes. Yeah. Laura and I are getting there. We watched uh, What If, which was actually really good. Oh, I haven't like, watched that yet. Is that the animated one? Yeah, that's legit good, dude. I need to watch that. I haven't watched that yet. That's basically what happened because of Loki at the end of it. Gotcha. I, I, I Saying Loki's my least favorite of their shows doesn't mean I didn't like it, because I did. Yeah. Um, But I really like the twist in WandaVision. I thought that was neat. Yeah. And then Hawkeye is just, the characters in Hawkeye are just so good. What did Not, you think of, of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Because I thought that was boring. A lot of it is, and to be honest with you, I'd forgot about it until you mentioned it. Exactly. <laughs> that felt like it should have been a movie and cut down a lot. I will tell you this, um, if you are any fan of Star Wars, that first episode of Boba Fett is so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's the next thing on my list to watch. i uh, how many episodes are out at this point? Just one. One. Okay. <laughs> it sucks. It's only like thirty-eight minutes. Yeah. Yeah, they did them just like the Mandalorian. But that first episode, it literally gives you the story after Jedi. 
and it's I just so I just don't care. I know about you don't care, but, but being a fan of Star Wars, I've always wanted to know how he got back. And it's it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Okay. I'm sure we'll watch it sometime. The Mandalorian was so good, so The Mandalorian yeah, was, was really so good. good. Honestly, The Mandalorian was probably the best Star Wars thing to come out since Disney bought them out. It really is. Definitely, yeah. yeah. I definitely agree with that. And that's what happens when you give it to, to Favreau, though. He knows what he's doing. And he's working on Boba Fett, and the first episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Well, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you aren't... Like, The Mandalorian is its own story, and isn't the fucking Skywalker. Like, that was the issue with the new trilogy and, like, kind of all this, like, uh, Rogue One is a good movie. It's very depressing, so it's hard to watch. Um, But it's just, like, um, my my issue with all those movies and stuff, like, everything had to surround the, the Skywalkers. Like, this whole galaxy surrounds one family. And it's like, yeah, you can have intertwining stories. That makes sense. but. You know, the Mandalorian isn't following that family. It's following a different character. Well, yeah. you know, Star Wars, the nine movies were about Space Jesus. Fucking Space <laughs> Jesus sucks. Space Jesus. I still can't I still can't believe that that's a thing. He was created by the Midichlorians. Come on, I was. <laughs> Explain yeah, that to somebody who doesn't know I don't like Star, Wars, Star Wars anymore. <laughs> like, it was really easy for me to just be like, at some point, yeah, I don't really know if I like this. <laughs> when yeah. it started being trying to be science fiction, when always it was space fantasy, that's when it lost me. Uh... <sighs> yeah, I I had never watched the last two movies. Uh, don't last, watch the last, last one. Don't last Jedi it. and Rise of Skywalker. Don't watch Rise of Skywalker. I already have. I, I watched oh. them all this year. We started from the beginning and and, and went that to the... That sucks. Both those movies suck. It's such a weird thing because... I like, like Last Jedi, but the, I could, the, the Rise of Skywalker is god-awful. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you start a trilogy with one person's idea. The next no, movie in the it's... trilogy goes to a different idea... And then the third movie tries to retcon the second movie and go back to its own idea while also appeasing all the people that apparently it just pissed off. That's what happens when you go to J.J. Abrams and you go make a new thing and then J.J. Abrams doesn't have to work on anything post the beginning like Lost and then he gets to fuck off and do his own things outside of what he just started. So the next person comes in and it's like, all right, I guess I'm doing stuff with this. Then there was supposed to be the third director, and the third director just went, I'm good. You know what? Fuck this. I'm not doing it. And so they're like, uh, what do we do now? And they got J.J. Abrams back, who I'm going to say it right now, I don't think he's ever stuck a landing in his life. I don't think there's anything that of his that I'm like, the ending's really good. Well, after the, the explanation... Rise of the Skywalker. I just shook uh, my head and I was like, just... "Okay." The only thing, <laughs> the only redeeming thing of Rise of Skywalker is that we at least heard "do it" one more time. <laughs> of course, of course, he did say um, "do it," and I, I kind of jumped out of my seat. Do it. <laughs> do it. The 
while we're complaining about things and no one else is going to be joining in with me on this, but um, a while back, DC did a, a crossover comic called Doomsday Clock, which took all of the Watchmen characters and put them in the DC universe. And it didn't really make sense because Dr. Manhattan can do anything. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. So, and this is kind of the thing when people like try to do Alan Moore's stuff. It doesn't work because Alan Moore is clearly writing a comic. And like that comic just assumes that this is what's like, this is the end of the story. Right, like, so Marvel announced recently that Miracle Man is coming back, and if anybody doesn't know Miracle Man, Miracle Man was actually called Marvel Man. Marvel was going to sue the the comics, um, Eclipse Comics, so they had to change it to Miracle Man. Now Marvel owns Miracle Man, and Miracle Man is essentially just a British version of Captain Marvel, aka Shazam. <laughs> um, yeah, not not confusing in the slightest. Anyways. Uh, there was a run written by Alan Moore. Uh, it's the most popular version of Miracle Man. Uh, and then later on, uh, after Marvel had the rights to it, um, it was written by, um, oh my god, the, uh, guy who wrote Sam, uh, Neil Gaiman. And so, they're going to add Miracle Man into the Marvel, <laughs> Marvel Universe, just like they... DC did with fucking Watchmen. And, like, I'm gonna tell you right now, if you like comic books and you like deconstructions of superheroes, Miracle Man is way better than Watchmen. Uh, Watchmen. Watchmen is very good, but Miracle Man is, like, actual superheroes rather than, like, vigilante justice. Um, and I, I died a little inside. I'm going to read it because I'm a whore. And I want to see the train wreck happen, but good lord, like the the plot only works because like in the universe, Miracle Man and his friends are the only only superheroes. So adding him into a world of other superheroes doesn't make any fucking sense. But we're gonna goddamn try. So that's my that's my rant about media and Marvel and. You know, pop culture and stuff. We're gonna try a fucking mess that didn't work with DC with a lesser known character and Marvel characters. Well, why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? <laughs> Is that an Animal Crossing island? <laughs> oh, man, you just gave me an idea. <laughs> oh, shit. Are you still playing Animal Crossing, Drew? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I dropped off that a long time ago. Fell off a I cliff. Go back. Yeah. All right, game's still fun. Hey, that's all that matters. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'd, if I did jump back into it, I'd be like, "Oh man, I gotta play this every day." Uh, it's 2022, so games are gonna start coming out again. Although it is a very light week, if you got those new consoles, you can play Sword of Ellipsia. I don't okay. know what that is, but okay. I don't it's, know what that is either. That is literally the only game coming to either of the new consoles that's not backwards compatible. Okay. Uh, PS4 and Xbox One, we've got The Guardians of Peace, uh, Dead Cells, The Queen and the Sea, and Sword of Ellipsia is also coming to those as well. Um, 
I don't know if it's Elipsia, because I'm seeing E-L-P-I-S-I-A. I'm going to assume it's the same, because it's coming soon. Uh, It's a Kemco RPG. That's why it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation 4 is also getting Baseball 3-player cooperative edition breakthrough gaming... What? Arcade? The hell are you reading? Uh, uh, Literally, there's also another one, Racing 3-player cooperation edition breakthrough gaming arcade. I don't know what those are. Uh, we've also got ZJ the Ball Challenge Level Three C. <laughs> I oh, literally am not making this shit up. Oh my god! Oh, okay. breakthrough gaming arcade. Oh my god! <laughs> Is Play it a original... completely different kind of ball challenge? Um. That was a different game. No, but so there are all these like black and white sort of like fake vector graphics games. Oh god, but, um, I'm looking at it now. Okay. Uh each game represents a biblical truth such as perseverance, self-control, determination and more. Oh, great. Christian themed video games is what they are. Bible, Bible stories or whatever that game was on the NES. Oh my god. Yeah, the um Dude, you should look at the, you should look at these screenshots. Holy shit. <laughs> That's what these are. Oh. These are these are oh. gold. <laughs> okay, so those are coming to PS4 this week. We've also get me got... get me a review code. <laughs> <laughs> We're also getting arcade arcade archives, Super Pac Man, uh, and Demon Gaze Extra, just for that extra Demon Gaze. The Nintendo Switch, you're getting Biker Garage Mechanic Simulator. Uh, Crumble. Oh shit. Freddy the Fish 3, The Case of the Stolen Conch Shell. Oh, sweet. And Putt-Putt Travels Through Time. I would totally play a fucking Putt-Putt game on the Switch. Especially if it's traveling through time. No shit, man. Uh, Arcadia Fallen, Breakneck City, McDroid, uh, Epic Dumpster Bear 2, He Who Bears Wins. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Whew. Uh, Heaven Dust 2. Now, notice that's the sequel to Epic Dumpster Bear, just in case you did not catch that part. Uh, Justice Chronicles, Team Fight Manager, Theater of Sorrows, and Warshmallows. 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 Is that how Sean Connery says marshmallows? That might be the way he says it. Alright, there's not a lot of news, but I got a couple big ones. Well, I got one big one and some other ones. Okay. Your Your PlayStation Plus free games for January are Deep Rock Galactic, Persona 5 Strikers, and Dirt 5. Persona 5 Strikers is a good game. Well, now you get it for free. Uh, games with gold for the month of January include Neurovoider, which is a twin stick shooter, a ground. I don't know what that is. Uh, the 360 games are some hot hotness though. We got Radiant Silver Gun and Space Invader Infinity Gene. Both excellent games. Space, yeah, as I say, Space Invader uh, Invaders uh, Infinity Gene is probably the best Space Invaders game. Have that blown up on full screen. It's, uh, it's so fucking good. 
Um, um, a ground, you said? Yeah, a ground. I don't know what that game is. I know Neurovoider is a twin stick shooter. I do not know. It's what a, a mining is. crafting RPG. Okay, so that okay. But there's actually a story. They make very make it very clear that there's actually a plot to it. Good. So there's goals. I can't wait. Uh, Final Fantasy 16. Uh, Square Enix has announced that their next update has been moved to spring. The game will probably be delayed into 2023. Shocker, shocker, shocker. Anybody who thought that game was coming out this year, I laughed at you then. I laugh at you now. John Madden died. Yes, he did. That was, um... That's a little crazy. Acting to acting. I watched that documentary about him on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. And then he dies like a few days later. Betty White died. Huh? Betty, Betty White. White. Yeah, Betty White did die. Sad. Like three, like like weeks before her hundredth birthday, which was supposed to be like this big blowout. Yeah. They had already posted a what was it a People magazine turning one hundred. Yeah. 100. yeah. Mm. Man, that's that's two icons that that left us before twenty twenty one ended. I'm gonna just. And this is not me trying to like undermine anything. You you should start to worry or or at least wonder uh, people's conditions when you don't see them for a while. Like when's the last time John Madden was seen in the documentary? You know? Okay, well, I mean he's that was in the it. First time I'd seen him in a long time. It, it yeah, definitely that's is. What I mean. It definitely is. Well, he was at the uh, the opening of the Vegas Stadium last year. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, he's he's been around. He's on the NFL competition committee. Well, and won, then Betty won. White, I haven't seen in months. Like everything that I've seen from her, it's it was all text. I mean, to be fair, she was ninety nine. But what I'm saying, I'm not saying like, oh, she should be going and doing she, interviews today. She's in the spooky the bear commercials around here. Yeah, I haven't seen those. So, but I, I hadn't I hadn't seen her in years, really. Like, I, the last couple of times I've seen photos of her, it was like, oh yeah, these are from like, you know. Four or five years ago. Yeah. yeah, so it was just like one of those things where I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I felt that way about be, Madden for a while, yeah. And You figured these people like would be seen more... Well, maybe not John Madden. You know, like he wasn't doing his announcing anymore, so he wouldn't be there as much. But like uh, Betty White with this coming up, you'd think that they'd have her at least like video conferencing in to talk about it or whatever and it was just like there was nothing and it was like I don't know if she's okay yeah. apparently I mean they lived it, long lives he was 85 she was 99 that's, that's it's weird because like John Madden is forever the age that he was on the cover of the first Madden game 100% 100% and, and then whatever age uh, Frank Caliendo was doing <laughs> John Madden on some of the best Mad TV skits for Caliendo is John Madden. Caliendo has is, is got some range, but his Madden is what made him. Hot popcorn, hot pop popcorn maker. Oh, uh, alright. The big news story dropped New Year's Eve. There's apparently a GoldenEye port coming to the Xbox. <laughs> like, what? What's the rise to that? So here's the weird thing. So there's never been a port of GoldenEye. Like, it lived and died on the N64. 
That game was made by Rare, and from what I understand, the GoldenEye license is through Nintendo? So, it was... Yeah, Nintendo published that game. Now, the thing is, is that Obviously, the James Bond license is held by... Oh, God, I can't remember the company, but the, well, there's was, a company that owns a James Bond license. Which was bought... Well, no. MGM no. was bought by by Amazon, but they don't have the rights have, to James Bond. They are still borrowing the rights yes. from Eon, Eon Films. That's what it's, I believe, uh, called. Um, and so... Then there's the license for the video games, which at the time Nintendo had. That's the reason why there's two rare um, James Bond games. The really better-than-it-should-be um, Game Boy game and GoldenEye. And then, yeah, so Nintendo published it, but then the rights transferred to EA, and then it was Activision. Yep, and Activision actually did a GoldenEye yeah, remake, but couldn't remake. use any of the li- actor like, uh, actors' likenesses either, because those are all owned by the actors. Yeah. So this yeah, is a weird thing. No fucking clue how that's gonna work, because, like, that's Nintendo. I mean, Microsoft may have the James Bond license. Maybe Eon Productions now just is like, no, we're doing the Marvel thing and we're just going to license it out because they actually don't because what um, the Hitman people are working on James Bond game. So yes. I don't know if anybody specifically has the license right now or is but if, if Eon's... Think about, think about this. Isn't, isn't it rumored behind the scenes that Microsoft's talking about picking up I.O.? And maybe that was kind of like a backdoor deal. Well, I think I think it's twofold. I think maybe it's that, and it's also the fact that you remember that Microsoft gave Nintendo permission to put rare characters in Smash. Mm-hmm. Maybe in that deal they were like, "Hey, give us the license to GoldenEye, so we can put this port out that we built years ago." I mean that I just don't see there being enough benefit to Nintendo in that particular scenario. Like Banjo was big, but Banjo was big here. I don't know if worldwide Banjo was. I mean, a deal's as, a deal. What is ex- Nintendo going to well, do with GoldenEye? They can't well, because my, Microsoft is there. Right. You're 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 right. Um, my thing is, I wouldn't be surprised just knowing how willing they are to do things with Nintendo. I wouldn't be surprised if this 360 port. Right, that you know probably runs as an emulated thing, but can't run on a 360. If they port it to Switch too, because they port put Ori on there, it's you possible I mean? that if it can run. Comes to I wouldn't Switch. be surprised. Yeah, I I wouldn't be shocked if this comes to Switch. It is an Xbox One game according to the achievement list that was dropped, so it's not exclusive to Series X. It's going to be on both. I wouldn't be shocked if it comes to Switch. My question around this is, is this that port that we saw last year, or is this something else? I don't know. I, I'm i going to take a wild guess and say it's it's probably the same port. It's How close is port, it, though, if the achievements have already shown up? Like, is Microsoft going to announce it that, this that's week? Why that's the reason why I'm thinking it's already... I'm, you know, like, not to get conspiratorial here, but, like, um, was that leak a a leak or or like was it a controlled test to see if there was interest 
I I have to say that it has to be it can't be a true leak because here's the thing Microsoft knows that you need to hide achievements and the reason that this cropped up is because two rare developers started earning achievements in the fucking game. No, I'm talking about the leak last year. Oh, not oh. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like was it a was that a leak? Cuz I mean that was a full game and I know that the talk forever was like oh it was finished and couldn't be made but like that's that's a very weird pull that I feel would be very close to the chest rather than like something that would escape how do you even question that though like that is one of the quintessential video games of all time yes but like the world has you know this is 20 plus years later like i know that i mean people still wanted shinru they sure as shit why 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 would you do that why would you (laughs) we're talking about a good game and you decided to bring up shenmue just to shit on shenmue no because i'm showing you like this is an unnecessary beating of shenmue if there's even a remote interested shenmue there's a huge interest in goldeneye yes i understand that but like you know, is it worth us going and getting the license and working all this shit out with lawyers? Like, that's where I'm wondering if that was the, the ta- like, it's not the, is this worth it? It's, will this make enough of a ripple for us to go and get the license and all that shit? Right? So, because it's just so weird that that would leak out when they're an internal company. And I know that can happen, like, that's not, like, totally, but it's just... It's just a very weird thing to have a leak out last year, and then this year, like, suddenly there's achievements popping up and stuff, and it's just like, huh, that's kind of weird. And the way that you had to use it, and you could only run it off of an emulator, um, I don't know, it, it just, like, in hindsight, that seems kind of odd to me. All I know is I'm gonna play the fuck out of it, it's gonna be on Game Pass, Awesome. Awesome. Fucking Goldeneye. We've been trying to get Goldeneye since Goldeneye died. Maybe we can finally fucking play it. Because I don't know if you've played that N64 version recently, but... um, uh... Plug in that second controller. Get actual dual stick aiming. (sighs) Um, I mean, I bought Far Cry 5 just to play the recreations of Goldeneye levels. That's what I'm saying. Like, we've been wanting to play... Goldeneye for a very long time. And Microsoft's already built Perfect Dark on the Xbox 360, and it worked great. So let's uh, let's do some slappers. Let's do some prox mines. What's up? All right, I got two emails. Plays odd job, you're a piece of shit. (laughs) I got a couple emails uh, that came in over the holiday break. Uh, this first one comes from Daryl, and it's titled Merry Fucking Christmas. Hello all, Merry Fucking Christmas. None of that happy holidays BS. Just a few things, long email, sorry. Ken, you can set up your Switch to be your home console, then you won't need to be on the Wi-Fi and have it check if a game can be played. If you only play at home and don't travel, then it's okay to have it be the secondary console. If your kid takes it to school or out, who takes their Switch to school? Does he might do that? Uh, I mean, I'm sure somebody does. 
I would not. I wouldn't let my kid do that. No way. Uh, if he takes it to school or outside, then you probably should just have him have it be the home console. Yep, that's what we did. His console is the home console, and anytime I boot up a game, it says, checking to see if you're allowed to play this. And as long as I'm online, I'm allowed to play it. Uh, NFTs are... Man, I always did not want to say this on the show. NFTs are the next loot boxes and are so effing stupid. Diablo 3 kind of did this with the auction house back in 2012. It failed miserably and broke the game. You could sell the items you find in the game to other players and buy them from others as well. It defeats the purpose of grinding and finding loot. The experiment failed quickly. Game companies get a percentage of sales and shareholders see this as money to push to get them added in. Unless I'm mistaken, I don't see this as much different than typical cosmetic microtransactions. Real NFTs are one-of-a-kind digital item that can be sold to gullible, stupid morons for stupid dollars. <laughs> for stupid dollars. Stupid dollars. Uh, correction. They're not, they're not one-of-a-kind items. They are that one instance of a JPEG on a website. That is what you've bought. I can right-click and save it. And because you don't actually own any copyright, you can get fucked. That's what an NFT is. Did you see the, the video floating around of Keanu reacting to NFTs? I did not. Oh my god, you need to see that video. I'll find it in a minute. Uh, I saw hundreds of the same armor for sale from Rainbow Six Siege, I think, which was given away from Ubisoft. The only difference between them is that they were just numbered. In any case, stay away from all NFTs. Yeah. Uh, I have been hearing the outcry of Chris Pratt being cast as Mario in the upcoming Mario movie. I don't get the issue. Yes, he did say he wasn't going to try the Mario Italian accent. My theory, and I haven't heard anyone mention this, is that Chris Pratt will play the real-world New Yorker Mario with a New York accent and also have Anya Taylor-Joy as his girlfriend along with other friends slash enemies, Jack Black, Charlie Day, Seth Rogen, Keegan-Michael Key. You don't cast the biggest, most popular, most expensive actors just to be the voice of the animated character. Actually, yeah, you do. Um, Yogi Bear. They will all then somehow jump into the Mushroom Kingdom, all computer animated like Sonic, and there the traditional characters will be extensions of them in the real world to an extent similar to how in Wizard of Oz the real people on the farm became characters in Dorothy's Adventure. Like the mean... Um, What's that? Daryl. Daryl. No. It's it's Illumination. You've gone too far. They're, they're not that deep. They're, they're, they don't make deep movies, Illumination. They make minions. They're fucking Twinkies with eyes. Alright? Uh, this like, is the same people that made, like, three or four Despicable Me movies and then made a Minions movie, and that's what they get their bread and butter. Like, this, this, it's not happening. They're not... They absolutely have paid these people just for their voices so they can put their names on a poster. Which is dumb, but that's exactly what they did. Because, and I said Yogi Bear. Yogi Bear was voiced by Dan Aykroyd, and Boo Boo was voiced by Justin Timberlake just so they could have their names on the poster. It fucking, it's dumb. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Hollywood. Uh, so it's like in Dorothy's Adventure, like the mean Miss Gulch being the Wicked Witch in her dream. But Mario in the Mushroom Kingdom, I'm sure, will be voiced by Charles Martinet. He's listed in the cast on Wikipedia. So in a sense, Chris Pratt is Mario, but not the traditional Mario we know. Just makes sense, really. Charles Martinet is going to probably voice Wario because he's voiced a bunch of other characters. But no, they're not going to double up on Mario. This isn't Marvel. 
Uh, my ADD is making gaming hard. I rarely finish games as I get bored or a shiny new game comes out. I finally got a PS5 with Deathloop, Returnal, and Demon Souls, but haven't touched them in a few weeks. I do like Deathloop, though, and Astrobot. On the Switch, I've been playing KOTOR, Loop Hero, great chill game while watching TV, Skyrim, and The Witcher 3, still on the last expansion, but just working on side quests and icons. The game I've been playing the most is Grim Dawn, such a great Diablo 3-like um, game, but actually better, I think. I've not run into any issues with frame rate or progression. It's been really fun. A big patch came out a couple of days ago, so I'm curious to see what that was all about. It will probably play. I will probably play that the most the next couple of weeks. So I must go now. So long, farewell, la 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 la. Have a good Christmas. And Die Hard is the best Christmas movie. So there. Well, when you're right, you're right. Uh, Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Die Hard is definitely the best Christmas movie. Uh, Antonio sent us an email It says, sup everyone, my New Year's resolution Is to not get COVID and actually finish Breath of the Wild As for New Year's Eve I did the exact same thing I do every year I played video games along with a guessing game Called, are those fireworks or gunshots? No kidding, right? <laughs> uh, at the stroke of midnight Fireworks had started strong With the illegal fireworks subcategory Taking a major lead over the legal variety but neither of them was no match when gunshots started to ring out and lasted much longer as there was no stopping in sight. There is no stopping our God-given right. Let's just hope 2022 isn't filled with ridiculousness. Not the show MTV actually plays 80% of the day. Yeah, last, uh, not last night, night before last, we didn't stay up. Well, we did stay up because of the fireworks. But at one point, it did sound like some my, one of my neighbors had got a hold of an Uzi. Oh. And just started in the air. And I'm just like, is that gunfire or is that fireworks? My fucking Uzi? I don't know. It, just, it sounded like a machine gun going off. Who has an Uzi? What, what is this? Like an 80s Stallone movie? I uh, guess. You gotta remember that Drew lives in the South. That's right. Y'all got Uzis down there? I'm sure somebody does. Alright. I'm sure somebody does. Trust me. Goodness. Alright, I'm going to go to the Twitter where we have some tweets. Uh, Lunatic Priest sent um, a retweet of some screenshots of these two people on a boat and it said this is for me. Um... So they're talking, the caption is, because you like video games, yes, I like games. I see, what games do you play? Overwatch. Gosh, I hate video games. I main Junkrat. <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah. Right. <sighs> no, no, you're a Junkrat main, which means you like ruining the game for everybody else. Oh, don't get mad because you don't know how to don't. dodge a fucking grenade. Don't, let's not, we're going down that path again. <laughs> Caught you in my trap, bitch. <laughs> it's a trap. God, how, why does he not have a voice line that's it's a trap? I don't know. You would think they would have, but I think they've given up on that game, Ken. I don't think they'll ever add anything else. They added new voice lines to the Christmas thing. I'm sure they did. Moira now says all you get is coal. Okay, good for her. Yeah, okay. If I have to, <laughs> I have to hear Doomfist say hot cocoa one more time, <laughs> 
Mookie says, Happy holidays, you sexy fucks. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, this isn't nice. He says, I wish less interruption from Anthony and becomes a little bit mature by D year. What's D year? I think he means end of the year. Whatever. Whatever. Don't interrupt me. Uh, I don't want to talk about my top tens. It makes me feel older than I already am. By the way, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII Remake's battle system sucks balls. They should have went Star Ocean style. I don't know if I remember the combat in Star Ocean. Yeah, I, I do. Um, it was a little bit more action heavy. I remember the last Star Ocean that I played had this very uncomfortably dressed woman and was not very good. I think that's every one of them you were talking about. But the last one you were talking about was uh, Faith and Integrity, I believe is what it's called. Dude. Or Integrity and Faith. The fucking subtitles of Japanese RPGs are just fucking crazy. I don't, I don't get them. Isn't it faithlessness and integrity? It might be faithlessness and integrity. Yeah. I don't know. But her butt was on display constantly. It was uncomfortable. Uh, I had to congratulate myself from finally playing RE7. I didn't like the in-your-face horror, but I was surprised to know that it wasn't as scary as the Outlast series. Yeah, Resident Evil 7, you have a shotgun that you can shoot the bad guys. Yeah, and Outlast, uh, you Outlast, just run. You have, a, you have a video camera that you can't do anything with. See, they should let you, like, kill ghosts with a camera, like in um, Fatal Frame. Yeah. There's still that entire playthrough of me playing all of Outlast in one setting. I still on our stream. I still, from time to time, go back and watch our um, uh, Soma playthrough. Yeah, some of that was <laughs> some of that was chilling. You think? Yeah, I enjoyed watching that. Oh man, we, I enjoyed doing that. I miss doing that stuff, but it's so fucking hard to do. It. It's hard to do. It's so hard to do. Uh, anyone gonna pick up Alien Isolation on mobile? Google Play notified me about it. Why the hell would I want to play a horror game on my phone? Yeah, no, but I the devs did a big uh, Reddit ask me anything when they released it and. They seem to be pretty passionate about porting that properly. So I, I give them credit. Like, hey, if that's the only way you can play a game. And I wonder if it's done um, so you can play it like on like Apple TV and... Like... But is it only on Google or is it on iOS? No, I think it's on both. Okay. You know, so you can play it with a controller on a television if that's all you had, right? Instead of a console. I mean, an Apple TV is almost $200. Yeah, but so, Apple TV has a different audience that's buying it than a console. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, fair enough. I've played games on Apple TV. It's fine. Oh, um, Has anybody watched Don't Look Up uh, during Christmas? It makes me appreciate them peoples around me if I join the celebration. I did. No. I watched it. Was it good? It was good. I have not watched it yet. I, I meant to, but then I see the runtime and I'm like, holy shit. It's a long movie, but you, if you like South Park, <laughs> chances are you're going to like Don't Look Up. 
Okay, that that that's enough for me because I love South Park. I watch both of the post-COVID episodes. Yeah, don't look up is a little bit more of a serious take, but it is. I didn't realize what this was, but um, when we watched it, I was like, "Oh, this movie is a parody of the past four years." Yeah, that's kind of what I hear. It's it's basically like making fun of the people who are just like, "Eh, whatever." Yeah, and instead of a, a pandemic, it is an asteroid. Well, that makes sense. Uh, maybe I'll watch it. Hey, I'll, I'll ask you this. This is horrible. Have you ever wondered what old Meryl Streep's ass looks like? Because you see it in this movie. <laughs> Drew, no, I, I've never sat and pondered that, that question. Luckily, it's going to be answered for you if you watch the ending <laughs> of this movie. I don't know what I was expecting you to say. But it wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't old Meryl Streep's ass. <laughs> it was not. Okay. It was not. There you go. I don't even know what's oh, happening man. right now. Uh, uh, his next tweet says, "I've moved from doing experimental homemade burgers to ramen, and so far I'm digging it." Oh, and experimental I've... homemade ramen. That's I guess. That, that was ramen good. at my house for 10 years when I was a bachelor. Uh, oh, and I've lost weight this winter, so excuse me while I celebrate by eating two shawarma and some root beer. Oh, well, congratulations, and enjoy your celebration. Uh, Anthony wants to know, how quickly does your tree come down after Christmas Day? Do you guys wait until the next, ga- next day, or do you guys take it down New Year's Eve? Ours just came down today. Always try to wait until after the New Year in our family. Uh, yeah, same. We implying, usually take it down after the New Year's. Implying we put up a tree. Mm. <laughs> That's... Well, uh, usually, we will usually, last year, or this year, we we took it down the day after but that was because you know, we had, I had to work and Laura was around the house and didn't have anything else to do. So she just started taking down stuff. Do we want our tree down as soon as the bullshit is over? Mm. So Christmas day around two o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once <laughs> all the, there. once all the papers cleaned up. No, it's usually that night. Like unless we're lazy and we just forget about it and let it stay up and eventually just take it down when I get time. But this year it was down Immediately after the presents were unwrapped that that evening. Yeah, yeah we, 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 en- we enjoy our Christmas decorations around our house indoors, so we try to leave them up as long as we can. We try so, to, but we have a cat that likes to attack everything that we put up. Oh, yeah. You gotta, you can't, you can't leave them up if you got animals. Uh-huh. Or not, if you got animals that bother them. I've got animals, but they don't bother the tree or anything. So. Ours, uh-huh. ours don't anymore. Like, they did the first couple years. Our two cats would knock, like, the low-hanging ornaments off the tree, but they don't really bother them now. And until the presents get under there, they sleep under the tree. That's about it. We we, we keep finding bows. You keep finding bows? Is that yeah. what you said? Yeah. Yeah, my, uh, my cats, uh, or my parents' cat, tends to eat ribbon. <laughs> so... My wife, or my my wife, uh, so my, uh, they have to make sure that they don't have ribbon uh, laying around, because the cat will straight out just eat it, and then my stepmom described the other day retrieving some of the ribbon 
from the from butthole. That, but not from its mouth, yes. Uh, so. Lovely. Mm-hmm. No, we, we put up our tree shortly after Halloween this year, so it, it got oh, its time. Yeah, it got, like, everybody was excited to get it going this year. Like, they felt like it was Christmas, and then, you know. Yeah, we didn't put ours up until um, after Thanksgiving, so. Yeah, no, my tree was up on Thanksgiving. Oh, show. They got excited to get it up, and then, boy, we got excited to get it down real fast. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right. Uh, Gamer Chat Radio wants to know, most anticipated uh, game for 2022 release. Mine is Gotham Knights and Starfield for the win. Game on, fellas. Well, that's a good question. Man. That's something I haven't even thought about. Horizon. Horizon's yeah. a good one. If I had to pick one, it would either be God of War or I don't know. Mortal Kombat's they gotta s- come out this year, right? <laughs> yeah, they they said Spider Man's twenty three, right? Yeah, Spider Man's twenty three, Wolverine is twenty four. Yeah. Because those would be it if they were coming out this year, but I'm surprised you're not Starfield. Uh I'm I'm excited for Starfield. Uh I just um it's got a whole it, year to get through. Yeah, and I'm still not 100% convinced it's going to come out. Oh, shit, I, I know what mine is. I'm sorry, Breath of the Wild 2. Oh, is that next year? Yeah, this year. This year? Or That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting I mean, it's already 22. It, it, it's supposed to be. If it comes right. out this year, that is my game. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, no, I won't agree with that, because I'm still I'm more excited for Horizon than that. Yeah, uh, I... All of mine have been pretty much talked about, except for Pokemon Legends Arceus. I'm sure I'll end up playing that, because my son desperately wants that game. So See, Ryan, you're just proving the listener's point that you hate Breath of the Wild, because okay, you're more excited listen, for listen, Horizon. Listen, listen man who, who do, doesn't like Forza Horizon. <laughs> that um, was last year, Anthony. Actually, I actually, actually doesn't share Ken's opinion of uh, uh, Forza Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I gave it an eight, but I hate it, Ryan. I don't know if you know right. that. You were the lowest score, Ken. I was the lowest score of Forza Horizon Five, and people were mad. Yeah, super mad. Well, that's what you get for giving it such a for hating it so much, yeah. Ken. Do I get to be Doesn't a PlayStation really fanboy now? Can I? Yeah, absolutely, you can. Sweet. I've always wanted you to be know. a pony. You've already done it. You've already helped PlayStation immensely by giving it, bringing down the meta score. Yeah, that's right. Here's some Tony here's Tony. some that uh people may be there's the Advanced Wars collection. Eh. There's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredders. Oh, I definitely am whatever. excited for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna be picking that one up. Um Yeah, I'm that I'm looking forward to that one, but I can't say it's like one of my No, oh it'll my it'll God, be a game that I'm like that. super into for like a month, you know. Triangle strategy no. comes out. Yeah. Uh Ryan's Ryan, your your son was into uh, Slime Rancher, right? Uh, yeah, super into Slime Rancher. Slime Rancher too. Yeah, I forgot that was a thing. I forgot it was a thing too. Sonic Frontiers is m- one of mine. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm excited for that, but I'm also skeptical. I I I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it regardless. Well, so of course, I but... like can yeah. yeah. Um, Mario and Rabbids 2, Sparks nah. of Hope. I like that game, I but I don't need it. they were making a sequel to that. I don't need another one. Uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum. I'm excited for that. 
I have not even seen that game. I don't know what it is. It's it's by uh, Datalik. So okay. it's probably going to be a point and click. No, thank you. Um, I think that's who's doing that. Um, do do do. Gotham Saints Knights. Row. I'm excited for Gotham Knights. Gotham and Knights. Yeah. What's the other? Yeah, we'll uh, see. Suicide Squad. Uh, is that Suicide this year? Squad? Uh, I think it's supposed to be. I mean, anything Rocksteady um, does, I'm I'm in. Yeah. Marvel's Midnight Suns. No, that's I'm a, excited for that one. That's an XCOM that, game. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm into that though. I love uh, the other games. <laughs> the other one. The other one that's like high up on my list is Stranger of Paradise: Final Fantasy Origin. You know, I played the demo of that and didn't hate it. I'm <laughs> I like <laughs> action endorsement. <laughs> yeah, uh, Plague Tale Requiem comes out. Splatoon three. I've never finished mm. a Plague Tale. Uh, maybe maybe this is coming out Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, I still don't know what that game is. It's a first-person game. It's a first-person what? Uh, Ghost fighting game. Ghost Facers. Stalker (laughs) 2. I don't know. I don't want to play Stalker 2. That's a weird game that I think is going to just make me mad. Well, if the first Stalker is any indication, yeah, I don't know if I want to play that either. (laughs) Because holy crap. Uh, Sifu is that really cool looking I've heard it's incredible Terrence did a preview for it and said it was awesome but I don't know maybe Dying Light 2 which I have very low hopes for I really wish I was excited for that game because I love the first one first game's amazing yeah and then I'm assuming that this isn't on our any of our list but maybe Elden Ring is another big one you know after playing that I'm kind of a little bit intrigued by it. I have no interest. It feels like the most accessible Souls game I've played. It's still a Souls game. It it is, but it's open world. I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. I don't think I'll buy it, but... Technically, all the Souls games are open world. That's like saying Halo's open world, but it's not. Not Not the new one. The new one's totally open world. I don't know. I would say Starfield is probably my most anticipated. I want to see uh, Starfield being played. I'm sure we're probably going to see that in the next few months. I would hope so, because that game's supposed to be out in November. In the 11-11? I think so. Again? Man, if they'd have got it out on the 10-year anniversary of Skyrim, that'd have been something. And then it's just Skyrim again? (laughs) He comes out, the guy gets out of his spaceship, and he goes, Fusro Da, huh? Mm-hmm. Or it's a dream, and then uh, you wake up on the carriage. You wake up on the carriage. You're finally awake. Yeah, <laughs> it starts out like he's on the spaceship, and he gets out of the spaceship, and he wakes up. And it's like, oh, yeah. you're finally awake, and now it's Skyrim all over again. Bastard, bastard, sold us Skyrim again. Mm-hmm. I bet you there's a planet in Starfield that you can go to that is just that. It's just like fucking Skyrim or something. It's Skyrim. Yeah, you can just go there. Or- or somewhere in the in the what was it called? Cyrodiil is another country. What's the name of the whole Tamiria? Tamiria. Yeah. I was gonna say that's no, a no, wombat that's, question. That's the Witcher. Uh, it's Tamriel. Tamriel. Tamiria. <laughs> that's Witcher. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of interchangeable things between those two worlds. Just saying. Yeah. You Fantasy go to Oblivion, worlds. or you or you can go to the other dimension with the Wild Hunt. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think, like, of the big three. I mean, we kind of Microsoft's just got the two that I know of, which is Redfall and Starfield, and I'm not all that. I don't know what I think about Redfall. I don't really know what Redfall is other than That's a co-op the... Left for Dead game. Yeah, it's co-op Left for Dead, but also made by people that do the like immersive sims stuff. So it's like I don't know how I feel about that being multiplayer. Like it's I don't on, know but if see, I it's on play... Game Pass, so fuck it, I'll play it. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know. It's just what happened with me with the last Left 4 Dead game. I played it for about a week and said, ah, I'm done. And Sony, they're two big ones. I'm excited for both of those, Horizon and God of War. I can't play any of those, so. That's right, because you know Well, no, they're on PS4. That's right. I could play God of War. I don't care about Horizon, but I could totally play God of War. Yeah, like both of those games are on PS4, which, you know, that's cool. Then oh, man, I'm Bible... excited for Horizon. I... I hope I, like, I like it better than the first one. I like the first one, but man, I got tired of it after a while. I finished Horizon. I did not finish God of War. I got right to the end and went, I'll go back to this, and I never have. Oh, fuck. Oh, I finished you, God of War you, so Gosh, hard. man, you, you, yeah. you missed I, out then, man. I know, but like, Horizon, Horizon the sci-fi. <laughs> you and I disagree on that, Drew, but I, do, I did really like God of War. I, I think yeah. God of War is the best PlayStation 4 game. I think it plays better, but the the science fiction story of uh, Horizon had me hooked way more than God of War. Oh man, the story in God of War had me hooked way more than Horizon. Well, it, it's, it's, the story it's in God a, of War was excellent. But, it's great. I, they're both great stories, but like one of those had me more interested in the world than like I like God of War because I like Kratos. I don't, if Kratos wasn't there, I wouldn't be as engaged. I realize that whole plot falls apart because if it wasn't Kratos, but you know what I mean. Like it, it's more of a personal story rather than a, oh, it's a personal story and the world is being explained to you. Even though there's bits of that, like man, just the sequences that you get to see from the past from uh, Horizon, like that was the stuff where I was like, yeah, that give me more of this shit. Yeah, Every I, time I, I was, the DLC for Horizon was really good too. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind Horizon's story. I did not like the gameplay of Horizon because it it revolved around you as a ranged character fighting stuff that bum rushes you all the time. That's not that's, fun to me. That's a, that's frustrating to me. That's fair. Um, I, I the new game looks better at handling this shit. I'm sure it probably is. So but, that's the reason uh. why I'm kind of excited. It looks like a lot of the stuff I had complaints about being fixed plus underwater does nintendo so, have anything besides breath of the wild that um splatoon 3 uh i don't know why there's a third fucking splatoon yeah i don't know why they wouldn't yeah. just fucking do a thing but yeah uh bayonetta 3 i'm excited but also cautiously optimistic about that game on the switch i know the first two ran fine but the third one should be an upgrade and so here's here's the list. Pokemon Legends Arceus, which I'm excited for. Advance Wars 1 and 2. Reboot Camp, which looks good, but it's Advance Wars. Uh, Triangle Strategy from Square Enix. Uh, that really good Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Oh, that looks really good. Yeah. Uh, there's a major expansion for Mon- Monster Hunter Rise coming out. Not me. Right. I forgot about that. Uh, Splatoon 3, like I said. Uh, Mario and Rabbids, Bayonetta 3, 
um, and then that Zelda game, and then God knows if anything else is coming. Do, do we get a new Mario this year? Um, no. no. Yeah. I want a new Mario. We got, Odyssey, you, you Odyssey might, was so you good. Might get an announcement of a new Mario this year. Yeah, I could. But, I'd be okay with that. Like Odyssey, Odyssey was so too. good, and like the concept of Bowser's Fury was so good. I need oh, Mario. But Bowser's Fury. I need a bigger game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I that. want. Like, I want that as a full game. I don't need. Listen, if you're going to give me Odyssey 2, I'm not going to complain. No, I'll take that too. Or I'll take a 2D. I don't care. I just want Mario. No, I don't want it. To, I don't want it. If we go back to 2D, it better be fucking something special. Because I, if I have to play New Super Mario Brothers one more fucking time. No, yeah, not uh, a New Super Mario Brothers. What if, what if they just made Super Mario Brothers 4? They aren't. I said, what if? Why don't you yeah, work Yeah, I'm telling them? you. I'm telling you. I'm not playing along with this. <laughs> It's not happening. I'd be... I want... If you're going to go back to 2D, like, revisit all the weird shit you did in Super Mario Land. What if they do or Super, Super Mario, Mario Brothers 2-2? Two, two. They're going to make I'll another play, one? Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say, and it's going to play like Super Mario Brothers 2. Doki Doki, Doki Panic. Okay. We're pulling we, shit out of the ground. Yeah, yeah, we do the... Listen. I can only... I have to hold back on my excitement of that idea because it's not real, yeah. <laughs> right? But yes, that would be awesome. Um, but they, they, let's be honest, they're, they're, they're not going to fucking do that. Well, they since, have more than enough time. Since all of Mario is a stage play anyway, um, oh, man. they could just have you play through all the different sets from all the different places that Mario has been. I'd be down. No, no, we need no. Lego... We Good need Mario. Lego Mario... Lego Mario. How has that not been a thing yet? Like Lego Mario. Like how has Traveler, it's like PT it... Games, not made a Lego Mario game? Well, likely because they haven't been allowed to. Yeah. But how, why is Nintendo not capitalized? I'm um, obviously they're in cahoots with Lego because they make a bunch of Lego sets. Right. Mario and Lego World. I'd play that. As long as like, I don't have to collect like, studs, it's... don't make me collect studs. Well, they stick st- the. Instead of coins, you'd be collecting studs. <sighs> like the economy of studs in Lego games is what turns me off of them. Okay, we can't, we can't, we can't start getting into the economy of Lego games. Right? <laughs> this is too deep for this podcast. <laughs> What's a stud worth, really? Um, but I mean, like that would be neat. Like that would be a change of pace. It looks more like uh, something like Yoshi's Crafted World. And stuff. Yeah, they they tend to save the like aesthetic stuff like that for side characters. Like yeah, that's true. Mario never gets Kirby that. And Yoshi and Paper Mario, right? But I mean, Mario used to play basketball and soccer and all kinds of shit. But now he's just... basketball with Final Fantasy characters. We don't talk about that, but like, do that, do that, but then make it an RPG. <laughs> They can still play basketball. Just I want my crossover of Mario and Final Fantasy characters. Dude, that's just Kingdom Hearts 12. It's not Kingdom Hearts because <laughs> Nintendo would have more control. Nintendo will control everything eventually after the Switch. Oh god, can't can't let Nomura's not allowed. <laughs> He'll, he will get a hold of Mario near someday. Ma- near Mario. He'll put fucking Final zippers Fantasy. all over Mario's hat. Ah. 
Oh god, it's just it's <laughs> terrible in my head. Does Mario have spiky hair? No, his mustache has the anime. Yeah, he's got the anime mustache. He's got zippers all over his hat. The mustache just goes to the fucking. His overalls now look like Sora's. <laughs> no. Uh, I hate this already. <laughs> Dude, make this game so I can watch it... Anthony writhe in pain. Uh, um. <laughs> Oh, that's a painful thought. But it really is. Um, who hasn't played Bowser's Fury here? I haven't. Oh God, Drew. Drew, you need to play Drew, that. You need, to, you need to fix that. That game I is mean... so good. Drew, it's like it's like what three hours, four hours? Yeah, it's not a long game. And then yeah, you also get Super Mario sixty bucks to get. But you also that. get Super Mario three yeah. D World. I've already got it. Not yeah, on the it's Switch. Way better on the Switch. Yeah, I also have Breath of the Wild on my Wii U. What the hell's wrong with you? Buy Switch versions. Dude, I've already spent so much money on this stuff. So, spend some more. <laughs> oh, you want to give me the money? <laughs> no. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a security guard. I don't make that much money. Oh, shit. God, Bowser's Fury is so good, though. Oh, oh fuck, it's... It's it's definitely making the list. Yeah, it's on my list for sure, for sure. I think so. Sony's got the big two. Microsoft's got two. Like, there's got to be more games, right? Yeah, I think we just haven't so, heard about them. Goldeneye. <laughs> That's my yeah. most anticipated game right now because <laughs> it's probably coming out soon. <sighs> What if it controls like the N64 though? Drew, don't it's ruin not. my dream. They, they, it's it runs. Uh, the original 361 was running on the same engine as uh, the Perfect Dark remake. Okay, that's fine so, then. I feel the same way, and I'm going to say it, and I'm going to get a lot of hate for it, but I don't care. I feel the same way about a Goldeneye uh, re-release as I felt about the Perfect Dark re-release, and that's why. Why? Well, original games play like poop because you can't play but, them anymore unless you get yeah, an N64. You don't. You don't need to. I do. Like, you wanted to play like Goldeneye was good because there was nothing it, like it. You know. And now there's a million first-person shooters you could play. That that is that and is the genre has progressed so far. But they're not Goldeneye. Yeah, I, I can no. I, I'll defend this. They, no. I, I feel the exact same way about Half-Life 2. Everybody says Half-Life 2 is one of the best games ever made. Uh, I, I love Half-Life 2. I played the shit out of GoldenEye. But you know but what? It's... I don't need to play it now. Because mm-hmm. there's a hundred games that have come along and have taken what GoldenEye started and made it better. But the difference between GoldenEye and a lot of the games that have come after is the games that have come after are super linear. And GoldenEye... Sure, the levels have a linear structure to them, but there is an exploration element to each of those levels. The The objective isn't a checkpoint in the level. The objective is something you have to actually hunt down. Um, and obviously Perfect Dark built off of the structure of Goldeneye and is personally a more enjoyable game. Um, but those... And, and Goldeneye doesn't really have a story. You have to kind of watch the movie to understand what's going on. Um, but like Perfect Dark has a story to it. It's a really interesting and weird conspiracy story. Um, the 
level structure comes from a time where people thought differently about how levels are built, and you don't see that as much anymore. Um, it's kind of like, why would I return to, um, you know, the old boomer shooters, as they call them? Um, well, that's because for a while, no one was making games like that, and they don't, people don't think about first-person shooters in the way that you know, the GoldenEye team was thinking of how to make a first-person shooter. So, yeah, I mean, I... Call of Duty isn't GoldenEye because Call of Duty has a different set of um, goals it's trying to reach. And yeah. so, the design-wise, I don't think they play alike at all. You're right, they don't play alike at all. Uh, and I, I'm someone who goes back and plays retro games a lot. But that's just not one that I'm all that worried about going back and playing. Man, I totally I think, disagree I think, with that. I want to play this. I just want to, just to listen to the pause music and, and use my watch to cut some bolts yeah, on a great... You can just you can just listen to the pause music on YouTube. Yeah. Shh. Don't, the... The... <laughs> Ryan really the, the, does not want you to buy this game. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to buy it. It's on Game Pass. Just, yes, like, he doesn't. It's just not a it's it's a game that I have it's it's a game that I have a lot of nostalgia for and almost no desire to go back and play today. Oh, well, God. I'm going to say right now that I think a lot of people look at Goldeneye and think that's the first and last time James Bond games were good, but I liked The World Is Not Enough. Uh I liked Agent Under Fire and I loved Nightfire. And I and... think the PS2 games are better games, and no one really talks about them in the same light. And I think those are more enjoyable experiences. That again, we're basing their their structure off of the GoldenEye stuff. But again, we haven't seen a game like that. Like once Activision took over, it was just Call of Duty James Bond. My my prediction is that this game comes out, and there's a whole lot of people that are like, "Man, this isn't all that good." Because they weren't around when that game was the hot shit. I don't know that I agree with maybe, that. Maybe, but maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. But I don't know. That's a, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm. If if that is the response, though, I, I wonder if it will inspire people to, once again, go back to kind of like, changing how first person shooters are played. Because again, Call of Duty was dominant. Um, but then, you know, Doom 2016 came out and changed how people saw first-person shooters to the point where we have a lot of games that are trying to follow in that that game's footsteps. Um, and so, like, it's whether or not it'll make a change with how popular GoldenEye is, because Perfect Dark never made the same waves, unfortunately, um, if it'll change, you know, the genre again, which I hope it does, because honestly... First-person shooters that are just corridors are not interesting. Like, well, you don't want to go back and play Kiliak, the DNA imperative. I don't even know what the fuck that you did. Normally, I'm I'm on top of some references, Ken, but I've never fucking heard of that game. You've before. never heard of uh, Kiliak? That game sucks. That game sucks bad. I, it got I mean, a sequel too, Epidemic. Oh, the... I know Epidemic. Yeah, yeah, Epidemic Kiliak is a sequel sucks. to Kiliak, the DNA Imperative, which was a launch title on the original PlayStation. Oh my god, I didn't know that was um, Kiliak 2. Yeah, that's what... Uh, the bl- wow, it's known as, uh, also known as Kiliak, um, the Blood 2, 
reason and madness in Japan. Yeah, that game is oh. one of the worst first-person corridor shooters <laughs> you will ever play in your life. Well, here's, uh, here's the last thing I'm going to say, is that as someone who has gone back to play uh, GoldenEye in the somewhat recent past, my prediction is that there's going to be a lot of people that play this remake when it comes out, and there's going to be folks from our generation that play it and feel the nostalgia, and then when the nostalgia wears off, we're going to be like, yeah, I don't really want to play this anymore. And there's going to be people from the generation behind ours that never played it originally that are going to say, what? why was why was this a big deal? Um, but I hope that I'm wrong. Because I do have a ton of nostalgia for that game. But the nostalgia I have for that game is about the experiences I had playing the game and not the game itself. You have Far Cry 5 on what console, Ryan? Far Cry 5? Yeah. PS4. There's so somebody remade all the GoldenEye maps, and you should play those. Um, because they are the perfect nostalgia hit while also playing like Far Cry Five. Yeah. All right. I'll take well, your word for it. That is uh, that is it for everything that I have. So unless anybody has anything else, uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter. In the new year 2022. It's at M4G Podcast. You want to shoot us an email. It's podcasts at ztgd.com. You can follow us on Twitter. I am at ztgd. Anthony is a complacent robot. Drew is at DML Fury. And Ryan is at WombatRP. You can also follow the site at ztgd content. And check out Phoenix Down. Death Stranding. One more episode. And then moving I'm thinking, on. Yeah, I'm thinking we're, we're done after this episode. And then what's the next game? I know you mentioned earlier. I already forgot. Inscription. Inscription, that's right. Yeah. Yep. I might replay it just to join you. That's how okay. fucking good that game is. Alright. Can you just like restart it? We'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> He's not gonna tell you. I don't know. I haven't tried. Yeah. Alright, well unless anybody has anything else, we'll get out of here. Peace bitches. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.